Hey, AfterBuzzers, if you're listening to this, you obviously already like podcasts, and I'm going to go ahead and assume that you like music, too. On Spotify, you can listen to all of that in one place for free. Spotify has a huge catalog of podcasts now on every topic, including the one you're listening to right now, as well as other shows that AfterBuzz TV does on all your favorite TV shows. On Spotify, you can follow your favorite podcasts so you don't miss an episode, you can download them when you have the internet to listen to them when you don't, and you can share what you're listening to with all your friends. All you got to do is go to the Spotify app and search AfterBuzz TV followed by whatever TV show you love because we cover over 150 different series a week here. You can even browse podcasts in the Your Library tab. Make sure you follow this show because you never want to miss another episode of AfterBuzz TV. You can tell a lot about a world by their currency. Colson? Mm, that word sounds vaguely familiar, but I don't know what it means. And diamonds are forever, but crystals are PEGs. We are talking all things Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 6, Episode 2, Windows of Opportunity. The AfterBuzz After Show starts right now. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz you have way too many crystals on your arms. You would definitely be a target for yes, sure. Yes, I would be dead. Yeah. Yeah, as soon as no they mentioned one... crystals, I was like, oh no, here, I'm just turning myself in. You should see my house. Crystals everywhere. That's what I mean. <laughs> Knowing that not Colson team, you're going down. <laughs> my problem is I have all those worthless diamonds. You know? <laughs> no, they don't want me. They don't want <laughs> no one needs that. No one needs that. But if you don't know, uh, we're over there with the crystal diamond king, master of Marvel. Christian is in the building. Yeah, you might as well call me Crystal for this week. <laughs> one, of, one of our favorite Inhumans, Crystal. Hi, everybody. I'm Christian Blood. Sitting in this week. That's what it is. Master of Marvel. And then, of course, the Marvel Miss Rachel. Yeah, I'm Rachel Goodman. Thanks for having me here. Thank you for being on the panel. We yeah. definitely need your voice, especially you're a bit of a Marvel expert. We have two Marvel experts side by side. And then, of course, the Marvel no one cares about. My name's Tehran, and I will be hosting this panel as we get into all things. I did want to bring up, of course, our, our wonderful panel from before, Zach, Megan, and Jesse, who are no longer part of the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D panel but they're always part of our hearts yeah look not everybody came back after the thanos snap right? that's how it and, works and, uh, <laughs> but uh but uh, you can find uh, zach and i thursdays on the popcorn talk for marvel movie news 1 p.m pacific that's so, a real you thing yeah. you can check them out and of course today right now we are talking all things agents of shield season six episode two windows of opportunity today's breakdown will include colson's team the heist max leadership mac knows about yo-yo oh my gosh was that crazy <laughs> dr benson may figures it out and let's switch gears into space the final frontier fits and enoch that was like my favorite part the crew lands news and gossip special segment whoa where we pick our favorite whoa moment of the show and predictions and much more let's begin with overall thoughts christian well, I, I thought uh, that uh, the storylines all moved uh, along very well, except for I wanted more with uh, with Daisy and and Gemma, you know, because that was like I don't know eight seconds at the end. So I, we better get a lot of them next week because. Uh, but I uh, I like the little bits that we're starting to see about Sarge, aka a hundred percent. A genetic match for Philip J. Coulson. Well, once you remove all the radiation and yeah. things of that nature, you right. have to remove that. Stuff. You have to remove that. So, uh, but uh, I like, uh, I, I like just trying to figure out what his crew is up to and and you know why he looks like Coulson. You know, because it's uh, it's not 
It's not any more apparent than it was last week. Yeah, and why the name Coulson means something to him, too. And I feel like there's more to it than him just being a replica or him being from another Earth or anything like that. I feel like it is definitely going to be that somehow they are very, very connected and not by just the DNA or how they look. Have you ever been to Tahiti? Because once you come back, you are a different person. <laughs> I don't know if anyone knows this it's about Tahiti. It's a beautiful Tahiti. place. It is a I'm beautiful place. Honest, yeah. you know? It is a beautiful place. So, Rachel, what were your overall thoughts about the episode? I, I wanted more, like you said, I wanted more with Gemma, but I understand why they did that, because they, it was like instantaneous from episode one to two. We were right back where we kind of left off with them. So I do like that, but I still wanted more. I want to see more from Fitz, and we did get Fitz, but I want to see more of what he, obviously he lost an entire season, because this is, you know, cryogenically frozen Fitz. So I want to see how much if we're gonna if we're gonna get the same reveal that we did last season with Fritz coming out again and how Gemma is gonna interact with him when she finally does get to him. Are you calling him Fritz because yes. of framework fits? Yes. Fritz. The person who coined that term <laughs> was you. is a genius. It's very smart. I got that it is, from uh, that's amazing. Yeah. I like you so much more now. I will say this. <laughs> Overall thoughts on this episode were I love this episode. Now I truly enjoy the direction of the season while I'm always going to want more Daisy. I love you. However, (laughs) I will say this. I will say this. I appreciated getting that five second teaser at the end because now I'm anticipating and cannot wait for next week's episode. This season to me so far has started off the strongest off of all the episodes. Sure, I'm assuming their budgets have gone up because we see a lot more special effects. I'm assuming their writers have come into their own because we're seeing we're seeing the writing has just grown and evolved, especially with the not Coulson team. I have to admit that the script is very strong. I mean, the way it plays out. But even the action makes sense. Even the emotions are all there. I am looking forward. And every character is being developed simultaneously on their own. And that's a very difficult thing to do. So I'm so impressed with this season's episodes. Yeah, and uh, just uh, one little touch that I want to throw in that I really like. For those that watch it on ABC as opposed to on Hulu or anything after the fact, there's the little voiceover at the beginning, previously on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and then we'll be right back at the end. It's May. It was always Coulson before. But now it's May because <laughs> Coulson – and I just like it's just a nice touch because yeah. it's acknowledging the fact that like – Sarge isn't going to sit in a booth and say previously on Agents of what is S.H.I.E.L.D. anyway. So, uh, and it, it's a little touch like that. It means like, okay, they're thinking about us. I like it. But I agree with what you're saying. I think the, uh, like that, I know we'll talk about this specifically, but that like magic doorway thing, it was so inventive the different ways that they figured out how to Loved make it work. It. Yeah. And yeah. I think usually it would be like the old Bugs Bunny. You draw a hole in the wall and you go right through it. Yeah. But uh, they used it in so many different ways. I was just like, that's actually really cool. They are so much smarter than I am. Clever. Clever, smart, fun. Yeah, Rachel. We have an interesting comment, which kind of brings me to a comment. Um, Chris Moe says if he, if Sarge, so Sarge the real villain of the season, and that's something we don't know yet exactly. We've seen them do some bad things, but as far some, as I'm concerned... At this point, all well, they do is bad things. They, but, they literally just... Yeah. I mean, the, 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 le- the least bad thing they did was shoplift. I mean, you know? all, yeah. all they've done is bad things, and honestly, I've seen them litter like four times. Like, okay, fine, the littering Even the diamonds. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. But like, my thing is, so far, we don't know from what perspective they're coming from. We just have that little clip of that other world. We don't know if they caused that or what was going 
going on, but um, we could find things out that actually humanize them that make me wonder if Sarge really is the villain yet. Interesting. I've always been under the impression good people communicate, bad people tend to kill. And at this point, all we're seeing well, the real Coulson. not Coulson is killing. Real, good people tend to, oh, we need to find people on this planet we need to speak to them and tell them their impending doom yeah. and try to help save them and we can work together. Bad people go, we're here on this planet to cause impending doom. Kill as many people as possible. You're going to turn to a butterfly anyway. So I'm going with bad. <laughs> okay. Some of them, she seems bad. Like there's no, yeah. I'm, I don't know yet. Like with, Actually, she's uh, kind of my favorite. I'm, snowflake. I would, they I call her Snowflake. Call I'm like, I want to call her Butterfly, but uh, they call her Snowflake. So. I would, yeah. uh, I could see myself with uh, with Snowflake. I well, don't you know, usually... no two Snowflakes, Snowflakes are alike. That so is a true that mind. statement. And just to let you guys know, Rachel is kindly taken upon herself to be in the chat yes. because she knew that neither one of us would do it. <laughs> yes, exactly. She is our snowflake. She is for, our yeah. snowflake. Let's get into Colson's team. What were your thoughts on Colson's team? We saw them pull off this heist. We see them interacting. We see Pax go in a different direction. We see Jacko uh, and, of course, Snowflake and Sarge. Well, Pax is uh, going to be trouble. Uh, I would uh, expect him to be gone by this time next week. Uh, I think he's got one more episode in him because and and the thing that I thought was interesting was uh, he said uh, you know uh, start looking for replacements or recruits. Yeah. Like, well, how do they even do that? Like they're they're on Earth, so that kind of lends a question. Like, are they using I don't know bodies of people who died or something? You know, is that's why they would be looking for recruits? I, I don't know, but uh, it, it got my wheels turning. And again, they're smarter than me, but uh, it at least got me thinking. Unless they're going to bring in kind of the way that they you know. Transported oh, in, for could, lack of a better word. Yeah. Maybe they, there's more. Interdimensionally yeah, or yeah, yeah. And that's I, another question, too. And will it be a familiar face as well? Yeah. Know, now that we've already got Coulson. Just because we didn't already know Snowflake doesn't mean that, uh, you know, somebody else might run into her. Yeah. And if the rule is that everyone has a doppelganger on another Earth, if that's kind of what they're going with, then, yeah, is it going to turn into another one of those things where suddenly you're going to see someone, think they're good, think they're on your side, and then they're going to turn on you and try to kill you. So That I'm... happens in my day-to-day life all the <laughs> yeah, time. No, I, I, yeah, I, yeah, but oddly, like, doppelganger Tehran is so much nicer than the real Tehran. It's actually a real yeah. thing, doppelganger Tehran. Yeah. They were like, oh, remember yesterday you said, how are you? And I was like, that was that's not me. Not me. <laughs> no, 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 I didn't care. But with the doppelganger theory, are we assuming that these are not Coulson is from a different dimension? And we will get into some of this in News and Gossip. I was assuming that he was until Sarge was in the in the truck saying that the name Coulson meant something to him. Now I'm wondering if it really is Coulson somehow and that I you know, anything could happen in this world. But if maybe it is Coulson and that whenever he passed away, we don't know what May saw. Um, and what happened exactly? We didn't see the body, so right. and, and, who knows? And could this be like pre Tahiti Coulson, who died in the Avengers film? Spoiler from uh, nine years ago. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, I mean, it was the Coulson we had for the first five seasons. Actually, a different Coulson. This is the OG Coulson, and uh, you know, in some way reprogrammed, uh, you know, mentally. Can oh. I mention Endgame right now? Yes, that, okay. of course. We're, the Russo said we can talk about it all point. day, every day. Yeah, Because, okay, so obviously I wasn't on the first episode, but 
my thought is, how did Endgame affect Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Because it had to have, but we don't know how yet. So what is going to transpire also, we brought this up in News and Gossip last week, is the fact that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has now gone on its own independent streak and is not mentioning Endgame. Yeah. And they're doing it on purpose. Yeah. So even though the events are supposed to be taking place simultaneously, we've gotten a new version of the world and previously, if you remember, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. strictly adhered to all the events of the Marvel, Marvel movies. Now they have decided no longer to do so. That makes sense, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, once Doctor Strange didn't open up a portal where Daisy came out, clearly they were like, all right, you know, it's like, yeah. And, and you know, the Defenders didn't come out. They're like, all right, so TV doesn't count. We get it. All right. Yeah. Hmm. And that's always, been, that's always been a situation with the two showrunners yeah. on both. We, we, we know that they've had some issues in the past and and are continuing to do so. I hope this doesn't play into our part. But as far as Coulson's team goes, are we all, and I'm saying this we because I, are we all <laughs> secretly fans of Coulson's team? Can we just agree that we like them so much? Yeah, <laughs> I'm a fan of Sarge. I don't know about the rest of the team. I, I mean, I love I love Snowflake because I love her. Like, oh, you'll be a butterfly. And it's like, not everything turns into a butterfly. Like, I definitely like their dynamic, for sure. It's like, so strong, yeah. right? And that's yeah. what I mean about the script writing. We have this new dynamic where each of these characters have their own personalities. They're not just... Uh, and we saw this, unfortunately, in... in season five where almost all of the all of the bad guys all had the same personality now we see a very interesting each one has their own character each one plays a part on that team and and sarge is clearly the brains and clark Gregg even tweeted about this and how very different it's been for him to play this part which i think says something too about how unique his character is and how Sarge... I think that, for me anyway, I'm waiting for Sarge to redeem himself because I see Coulson, and I wonder if that's going to have a huge impact on the team and if that if this question of, oh, well, we can't hurt this person, he looks like Coulson, and, and at what point will Sarge really do something that will make him irredeemable in the eyes of who we, you know, of the regular crew and uh, especially May. Well, let's talk a little bit about the tech we saw the team use. Yeah. Uh, because the tech has taken on its own character of its own as well. So we hear uh, not Coulson Sarge basically say, oh, they're still using combustion weapons on this planet. So whatever planet we are, Earth, we are a primitive planet compared to... And, of course, that's very <laughs> evident once you start traveling through through space and time to get into vaults, right? However, we know that they have advanced weapons. We know they have this their trailer truck that can vanish. But it, I used to think it was teleporting, but that's clearly not the case. It became invisible. Yeah, it didn't seem any different than a cloaking situation, like what they did with the ship um, to me. But there, So that seemed like something that was very common on Earth um, in, you know, in terms of this universe. But... Um, everything else, I think that's where I'm still questioning what the rules are of the transportation and how you hop like that and how how they are going from dimension to dimension versus just traveling within Earth and what the rule is and what the setup is. And um, I, I just, I feel like we, I feel like 
the um, shield is going to tap into that and try to use it uh, to their advantage once they're able to figure out what Sarge and his team are doing. But I feel like there might be a bigger purpose to how they're doing this and that we're going to see whatever their big plan is. It might be uh, it could even be that we they're going to try to transport Earth into this um, like different dimension. Um, Rachel is as smart, or if not smarter, <laughs> than the Marvel writers. I'm more, I'm, more in, I'm more intrigued by this show. What is this show? Yeah, this is amazing. Back. Exactly, <laughs> Christian. What were your thoughts on the technology? I thought, it, like I was saying before, like the what they came up with to do with the with the door. I thought was really cool. The fact that you know uh, May was able to basically make it so that it moved, and Snowflake ran into it, and then they were able to put it on the floor. So the fact that you can move it is interesting, and. Uh, you know, just sort of the fact that he that uh, Sarge could even grab through the hole to get the thing that's mounted on the wall that opened the hole. You know, I mean, I think it, it, clearly there's there's some delay because you would think, well, that's a thing that keeps it up. So I was actually spending a lot of time thinking about that tech. And, uh, of course, May figured out how to find the truck. You know, she's like, I'm just going to throw some dirt around. <laughs> and it's like, of course. And, of course, she figures out a way to get on and just knock. You know, good for me, you know. Uh, so, yeah, and uh, to sort of the idea of, like, their purpose, Sarge's team, I think that Sarge is the boss of this team, but I think he's got a big boss. Oh, he's got a big boss. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, we don't see a big boss when it goes to the heist. We get to this heist, which is a jewelry store heist. Now, I personally, in the beginning of the heist, believe they were after the diamonds. Sure. That makes sense. They go through the newspaper. They find this place. It's got a lot of diamonds. And then Sarge is basically like, show us all the good stuff in the back. Yeah. And they're looking for PEGs, which we realize are piezo piezo electric gems or just crystals, just normal crystal that you could literally get anywhere all over our planet. And fun fact, too, with crystals, quartz is the most electrically conducive, so... Yeah, like that's what they should have been looking for. Quartz. 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 And it's also one of the most common crystals on Earth. Yeah. So you mean I shouldn't have uh, given my wife a quartz ring when I I proposed and we got engaged? Is Uh, what you're saying? Coincidentally, diamonds also not that rare. That's a different (laughs) different, uh, podcast we'll have. So were you surprised by the heist, the violence, and what they were looking for? Absolutely. I would not have guessed crystals. I would have guessed, like you, that they were looking for diamonds or something expensive. I didn't know what their endgame was, though. And the one thing that I really found fascinating was that Sarge, the whole episode, he's very interested in currency. And so that kind of steered me away from thinking, oh, crystals, too, because I'm thinking, okay, like maybe... Maybe it's diamonds. Maybe he's looking for money in the safe. Like, I didn't know exactly what he was going for. I mean, obviously, he's in a jewelry store. So you think of what we think of as being very, like, high quality is what he's going for. But he, um, yeah, like, I did not expect that. And I wonder, too, why he thought that crystals would be found in a jewelry store unless that's what it's like where he's from. They're extremely rare rare where he's from. Uh, As for the other part of it, I was not surprised by the violence. I was surprised only in that uh, that the the lady who worked there was able to get away. 
I was surprised that she also didn't end up dead. Donna. I no, yeah. How did he pronounce uh, her name? That was great. Yeah, it's, Donna. Yeah, Donna. Donna. Yeah. Donna. Donna. It reminded me of actually a sketch that I was a part of uh, for Kim Peel where the substitute teacher was unable to pronounce the names of regular. Yeah, so I know that. I, it was great. Aaron. So Aaron. It, it reminded me of that. It was fun. Funny sketch. Yeah, it was definitely a thing. And and if you're all at home, we love pronouncing your names. And the way we do so is if we give you shout outs. How do you get shout outs, you ask? Comment below. Join our chat. Rachel's on the chat killing it right now. Get on board. We've got a lot of comments, too. Um, Ghost8386. I hope we see Doppelganger of Trip. Uh, Renji909898. I'm sorry. To them, crystals, specifically quartz, thank you, is more valuable than diamonds. Um, And then Ivan Soto says, Christian finds it weird that Sarge's crew, oh, Christian too, finds it weird that Sarge's crew can't really fight. I mean, they went against May, but even so, they didn't really put up much of a fight. Only one she had trouble with was Jacko for his sides. Uh, I think that, uh, that Snowflake can fight okay but i think may i mean may yeah. doesn't may's not an inhuman but may has a superpower and that superpower is kicking ass so uh but she worked really hard to have that superpower so i think that a lot of other people wouldn't have uh, had that kind of success but you know you're definitely right you would think this is like an elite team but clearly look sarge has a guy who materialized inside of a wall so clearly he does not have the the cream of the crop when he put his team together and we've got another really interesting comment. Eon001 says, oh, I just thought of something. Multiverse Ward might come back. No, thanks. Yes, no, please. Thanks. Everyone does like <laughs> it's so just me. I like Ward, especially I like Framework Ward. Ward. I, li- I liked when he was in the Framework because it had been a while. But yeah. uh, I've, I've never been happier for a character to be killed <laughs> off on a show. I kept hoping he would redeem himself. And then he, yeah. No. No. <laughs> but no, I was sad when uh, Framework Ward did not find a way to come back in like Ada did. That's right. Kristen, let them know. I'm going to let you guys know that before we move on to our next topic, we wanted to say thank you, each and every one of you, for making us the ESPN of TV Talk. But for us to continue to grow, we could use each and every one of your help. If you're on YouTube right now, go ahead and hit that thumbs up button, subscribe, and if you're on iTunes, give us a five-star rating. Four-star ratings are for losers. Five-star ratings are for winners like us. But no matter where you are, leave a comment so you can get involved in this conversation. Being part of AfterBuzz has meant so much to each and every one of us. We truly appreciate you supporting us and doing what we love. Don't forget, tell your friends and keep enjoying all of our shows. That's right. You guys are as much, if not even more so, part of this panel than all of us. And even though Christian told you to detonate that bomb, no, he meant give us that thumbs up. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. That's let's yeah. not do that. No, no, no. I'm, what? I'm just saying. <laughs> can we stop? Okay, I'm, I'm half Persian. We need tur- to stop I keep turning it on and turning it off. We so need to stop just, doing yeah. that. That's, that seems like you would be part of the team that went in for the heist. <laughs> yeah, that was definitely me. Like, yeah, I was just like, well, w- you know, this grenade won't be so heavy if I pull this pin out of it. Well, let's talk about May because a May kicks some major butt, and b May was the one who figured it out. But see, May did not communicate it to the rest of the team. No. <laughs> so how do we feel about May? <sighs> She's very emotional for understandable reasons. The fact that, uh, you know, she finally came to terms with her and Phil and, uh, it, you know, he, he died and now she's got to look at him. Uh, I, I can I can see why that's such a problem for her, but uh, she's not thinking clearly, and she's so determined to figure out who he is and to get rid of him. It's like you're not him, yeah. so uh, I want to make sure that you're gone. So I, I don't. I think that's really what it is. She's uh, she's behaving as uh, impulsively 
as she would have chastised, you know, Daisy for when she was helping train her earlier in the series. And this is somebody who has been through the framework. She does not want to deal with someone who isn't who she thinks they should be ever again. So I can see, I can understand why she would be so quick to be like, no, 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 let's get rid of this guy. I don't like that he's here. I don't trust him. Let's be done with it. I have a problem (laughs) with May. I love May. I love her. Why not tell your team what you're thinking? Why go in there alone? Now, clearly, if anyone can handle themselves, it is May. She takes on Jocko. She takes on uh, Snowflake and comes out victorious, by the way. Yeah. Uh, even though we, we thought Jocko was going to be this behemoth because of the whole War of Hammers comment that was made early on. However, she didn't let her team know and she didn't let the leader know who's Mac. May, you are not a rogue uh, agent. You are not on your own. You have a team and people look for you. You are the leader on the field. Mac specifically uh, gave you a position and you just went on your own. What does that say for Mac's leadership? Well, I think it'll be interesting to see next week if he, uh, you know, doesn't let her slide, even though, you know, she is who she is. He's like, I'm the director. You have to listen to me. And, uh, you know, it's, it's not something that you can do in the future. You know, maybe. He'd even bench her and be like, no, you're going to have to sit this one out. Why don't you think about what you did, May? I don't think he'd handle that well. But he could try. He could try. I don't know I don't know if Mac has that kind of authority when it comes to May. Yeah. Uh, even though Mac is the director and May has, May has obviously respectfully been in her position, she conceded the title. She, it was like it should have been May, but she didn't want it, so now yeah. it's Mac. So May is still... This Allen Iverson of that team. You are their top player. Practice? What's freaking practice, you know? <laughs> and that's how, how May's portraying it at, at, in you know, this episode. You know who May is? You know we have, we, we have a pope now. But remember there was the old pope who's like, I don't want to be pope anymore? That guy's still around. He still talks to <laughs> every once in a while. She's like the pope that doesn't want to be pope. You know, she's just like, no, 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 no. I, yeah. but I, I like your Allen Iverson thing, too. But uh, I was just thinking about... Uh, uh, I don't know. I think May should be the Pope is what I'm really saying. <laughs> May, figured, May figured it out really fast. Yeah. So May figured it out. Hey, maybe in in a place they've been before, sees the tracks, figures out, throws the, throws the uh, dirt from the ground, yeah. throws some dirt, realizes the truck is still there, and then knocks on the door. Knock, knock, who's there? May. Yeah, but it, you know, if she, br- <laughs> if she brought one person from the team and while she was on her way over... You know, she you know, she turned on her comm. Hey, everybody, here's what I'm doing. I just want to let you know. Like, she could have certainly done that. But she also, I think May doesn't think her team is as good as her. She probably thought they would hold her back. And also, she's yeah. taking this very personally. She's not She's yeah. not wrong, by the way. Um, I also feel like, too, I'm sensing that May was is not really going to... Like, she trusts Smack. But I also feel like she's not going to confide in him or really trust him the way that she did Coulson, obviously. And it's not that Mac's not a good leader in her eyes. It's just that I feel like he, like Mac himself, is still getting his footing in terms of being in that role. And I feel, to me, like it's not – I like that Mac is the, is the director – but when I see this group together, I feel like they're still getting, they're still going through all the motions and they're very, it's kind of unsettled right now because there's no real energetic oomph keeping them all together the way that Coulson did it. And so I'm waiting for Mac to get to that level where we have that, but it's not there right now. 
Let's examine Max's leadership. Max, do we all think Max is a a fit director of Shield? I think he is. I think he definitely is. I think uh, it's a lot of pressure for him. It's it's stressing him out, and I think he's going to need to learn how to communicate better. But I do think he's fit for it. But you know, Mac has well, he has his little holographic Coulson to talk to, but he he has May. But you know, walking around knowing about uh, Yo Yo and Keller, it's like that's not going to be helping him. Like. Don't keep that inside. Yeah. You, know, you should definitely be talking more about stuff like that. He needs a confidant. The same way Coulson had May. He needs somebody. Anybody. But I feel like he does not have that person. Yeah. Or he has Yo... Oh. <laughs> too soon. Too soon. <laughs> Maybe you should use Fox. Oh. Also oh, too soon. Way oh, too soon. soon. <laughs> way too soon. Sorry. Way too soon. Uh, with Mac, here's my concern. Mac specifically did not let the team know that the person that they're hunting is Coulson. Good idea or bad idea, Rachel? Bad. (laughs) Very bad. (laughs) Haven't they learned by now? (laughs) And we actually had a comment in the chat, too. Um, Jonathan Shaw says, May should know better than anyone that you need to share information. Well, I think Mac needs to know that, too. And I know he's going to make mistakes, but uh, haven't they learned? (laughs) Season six. Christian. I think I think his instinct to to not tell people is okay, but then you have to take a beat and realize, no, I have to tell them. I understand why he didn't tell them, but he needed to weigh the option, and that's again why he needs a confidant because somebody would be like, no, you have to tell everybody. So, although I mean, May was aware that he wasn't telling people, and and you know, kind of deferred to him, but uh, he should have come to the realization that. So you need to look for a guy who's going to look really familiar to you. And there was a big push to make Daisy the director for a while, too. And I almost feel like she should be the one to take that role because she would kind of enter. She would kind of be like not just a leader, but she would kind of instill like this, um, I don't know, camaraderie with everybody and bring people together more than I think Mac is capable of doing right now. Interesting. Now, someone who was upset about Mac's lack of transparency was Dr. Benson, a new character that was introduced last week who is a specialist on being a specialist. Now, I don't know exactly what his specialty is. We got a little bit of an overview. However, it seems like as of right now, this is all outside of his scope, and he's still figuring it out. Was Dr. Benson right to throw his tantrum about the lack of transparency well uh he was not right to pour mac a drink and then drink it himself that was not don't think that don't think that you pulled that past me all right i saw that doctor you saw that yeah uh yeah i think i think he was right absolutely you know don't hey so tell me that this guy came back from the dead before that might have been useful and don't you decide that it's it's not relevant you know and uh, i think yeah, he needs to know everything. And everybody was marching off. And he's like, you tell me some more stuff. What's going on? So I think he needs to be in the loop in some way, uh, you know, because you're already at a disadvantage because he drinks so much. So don't keep information with him, away from him as well. I'm Dr. Benson is one of my favorite characters right now because, as he says, he's not good with with the politics. He's not good with his tact. But he's great with honesty, and he tells it how it is, at least from his point of view. And I think that's going to be a push for the moral compass that is Mac and the Sh- and, and Shield right now. I think he's going to be a great asset. Plus, he's also the one he's he's the new Fitz and Gemma. He's the new Gemma and Fitz right now. He's not as smart as them, obviously, and not in the know as them. However, he's doing his part. May. Uh, 
May, I think May kind of agrees with Dr. Benson a little. Even though they they had a bit of a tiff too. They kind of got into it. I mean, they did, but she he's sort of her person that she like I feel like yeah. she kind of well, feels responsible it, for. It's him. interesting because they they established last week that he was uh friends with her uh ex-husband late ex-husband uh and he's still coming from that mindset like so what's the deal with her and this Coulson person mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. like he's being very gossipy very yeah, yeah. yeah. so uh, I think he has a little personal interest in all of this as well so uh, you know there's a lot of things clouding his judgment including you know a tumbler full of vodka so. <laughs> Mac knows about Yo-Yo last week we weren't sure After, yeah. actually we probably thought that no he had no idea yeah. no yeah. one knew yeah. May kind of figured out but Mac knew knew yeah. Mac was very certain and brought it up, and I was like, oh, I think Yo-Yo... I, I think <laughs> Keller has someone else to comfort him. Someone else to yeah. comfort him. Yo-Yo, you might be fast, but you're not that fast. Yeah. You can't get by Mac. Which, wow. I think the hint was that May knew, and if she's observing it, then obviously everybody is. These are... I don't think so. May is an extremely observant, smart, clever person. So I was surprised Mac knew, <laughs> but Mac clearly is observant and smart himself. I yeah. don't know. She yeah. uh, she did hook up with Ward and had no idea he was in Hydro. Just saying. <laughs> just saying. Since we're talking about Ward so much tonight, I'm just saying. That's a good point. Yeah, That's a good okay, point. yes. Okay, touche. Yes. Uh, I like the, the concept that May kind of flip-flopped on Yo-Yo. It's like, and, and Yo-Yo calls it out. Yo-Yo's <laughs> like, just yesterday you <laughs> told me I should go for it. Now you're telling me to tone it down? But it's the same thing because was Keller was like, well, yesterday you told me the opposite. So clearly it's been a big day for everyone. It you know, has right? Things have changed a lot. Well, let's switch gears and go to space. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, this one is its own. This Here, I'm going to drop I'm gonna drop it and discuss. Uh, Fitz and Enoch, discuss. <laughs> That's all, all I need to say. I'm so glad he knocks back this year. I thought we were never going to see him. I again. thought he was dead. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and technically, you know, if you fo- if you draw a linear uh, timeline of his life, he is dead. We're just not up to that part yet. Yeah. So I'm so and glad that he's still with us. And in this timeline, because now he might not die at all, since oh. it's not, <laughs> since it didn't. They have in, established different time travel rules now, thanks to Endgame. So yeah. that's true. We get, maybe he's around forever. Yeah. Maybe. They get their own uh, buddy cop show next season. Really spin-off. <laughs> Fitz and Enoch. I'd watch. It's fine. I, I'm i glad that Fitz at least had somebody and that oh, he yeah. wasn't just waking up. I do question what he's been through this last, you know, what? They said a year they've been looking for him again. I question if he has been through. Because I was thinking Fitz was going to be um, not as, um, I mean, obviously traumatized from the framework, but not as traumatized because he had not yet been to space and experienced everything that they did last season. Um, but I have a feeling that whatever he went through leading up to this point with Veros, uh, he's clearly been through some dark things. Um, and I, I feel like when Gemma actually gets to him, it like he's in one place and he just wants to get back to her and she wants to get back to him. But I feel like Gemma might have a really hard time once they do meet up with each other, knowing what he's capable of from last season and everything they went through. But I'm yeah, curious. no, I, I'm very curious as to how it'll be, because obviously, you know, Gemma has all those memories of they had a wedding. He doesn't know that. <laughs> they have a He's grant. like, wait, we had a what? You know? So, uh, yeah. And uh, and Deke, by the way, this is two episodes in uh, and still no Deke. I might start uh, going on a hunger strike if we don't get Deke next week. I won't go on a hunger strike, but I'll I'll be very mad. Let's put it that way. Uh, but, yeah, so there's all these things he doesn't know. So he's going to get a lot dumped on him at once. And, yeah, he his 
personality, his per, you know, he as a person hasn't grown as much as he had, you know, when we saw him at the middle of last season. So uh, I think he's still got a lot of stuff to work out. I mean, you can see how much just referencing who he was in the framework, it still bothers him uh, as it should. But, uh, you know, he, he hasn't had a chance to really get over it yet. He does mention he does reference the framework. When he's basically like, I've seen that side and you will be happy. He does mention that they've been gone for a year because that's how long it took him to learn the language. It's been a year. And Enoch mentions that he's not that type of Kramanon when it comes to the fighting. So now we actually know that there's different types, uh, at least. But we see Fitz pull off his own caper. Fitz airlocks out... the controller. Yeah, the 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 boss guy. Yeah, yeah. I thought uh, obviously Fitz uh, figured it out. I uh, I wasn't quite sure what he had done, but when he had that wrench or wrench like tool, I was like, all right, he is definitely uh, he's definitely got the upper hand right now. But he that does. guy yeah. just doesn't know it. Yeah. We have a kind of spoiler alert, or I think a guess as to what's going to happen. Can I? Yeah, we yeah. would love to hear it. So Ivan Soto spoiler says. Alert. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Ivan Soto says Rachel Deke returns in episode four. Man, I can't. That means I can't eat for two more weeks. (laughs) For two two more weeks. (laughs) Might be the best thing for you, though. You know what? It's not even a might. That's definitely the best thing. We're going to get into this in news and gossip, but the controller is is basically uh, TiVo who ran the ship, right? And and people are upset because it seems to be a, a wonderful Iron Man villain second tier sure but still an iron man villain that seems to be wasted on this show i mean when you get access to a character for this show mockingbird it's because they're not using them for the movies i mean if you you know in the comics mockingbird was married to hawkeye for a long time clearly when they set up his family life in the movies it's like Okay, so go ahead, do Mockingbird if you want. So I, I think that they there's there's a list of like stuff that here, here's stuff that Shield can have. Go ahead, you you do something yeah. with it. So uh, I, I mean, look, we're not going to get an Iron Man movie for a while. Let's just say that, okay? <laughs> we're just going to leave leave that out there. That's a real thing. Yeah, How maybe did... maybe a War Machine movie. <laughs> How did but... Fitz? I, maybe a War Machine movie, which that I would love, nice. by the way. That would be nice. How did Fitz go? I, I had a question. How how could Fitz go a year and not see these snails? He, he's been on the <laughs> ship for some chat, time, yeah. and then he just never saw a snail until when he did. And he was like, "That's disgusting." That was the giveaway. That one was the one that made everyone. And then right after they're questioning him, he beelines it to Enoch. Like, eh, maybe you should wait a couple minutes. Yeah, like let, let's try to. You know, they're they're starting to suspect you. Don't do something suspicious. Yeah, I mean, I think also, however he learned the language, he clearly was having trouble looking for a word there. And then that really, you know, where are you from? The north. Really far north. (laughs) Like the northernmost part. And she was like, wait, so he's from an irradiated wasteland? So uh, not so far north, Fitz. Calm down with the north. Just a little north. Yeah. You're not from the North Pole. Exactly. You're Canada, not North Pole. Just keep it it tame. Uh, The crew lands. Yeah. The crew lands. And then we do get that five seconds of what we saw from episode one transpire in episode two. And also it's uh, ships that uh, starry, that cross in the starry night. Yeah. Uh, Fitz takes off one way. Gemma lands another one. And, of course, she huh. put the ship into hyperspeed and got there without the crew's consent. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so frustrating. Yeah, it was so <laughs> frustrating because she feels... She had a feeling like 
he's out there. <laughs> Which, the, just because she's right, it's also yeah. an entire crew that is not agreeing with this. A yeah. crew that very blatantly told you they don't want to go. That they anywhere. do not they want to go home. Go. They yeah. want to. They want to regroup. And you're like, I don't care what you want. And as we said last week, Tehran, she's like, I'm smarter than all of you. I'm going to decide. They will probably somehow figure out that he was there, though. Otherwise, I could see Daisy just forcing her way into turning the ship around once they can and going back. But what bugs me <coughs> about it is that she, Daisy, knew that Gemma wasn't going to stop until she found Fitz. So it's like, why go on this at all with her if she was going to have these second thoughts about turning around eventually? It doesn't matter, even if it's ten years. I feel like Rachel is the Gemma of our group. <laughs> Let's get into some Jersey gossip. <laughs> I don't. Oh, I was going to say, I thought we had a... There we go. So, uh, news and gossip this week. We have an amazing uh, article from Screen Rant. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Eight unanswered questions after episode two. Window of opportunity. The eight questions do explain a lot of our questions as well. Uh, number eight, where do not Coulson and his team come from? What Number seven, what is Sarge's connection to Phil Coulson? Because we did get the name Coulson thrown out there, and mm-hmm. then uh, uh, he was aware of it, but we not sure. We need to figure that out. How does not Coulson and recruit his team. Rachel brought that up this episode as well. Uh, how does Sarge's tech work? We, of course, talked about that as well. What happened to Fitz and Enoch, which we're hoping to f- feel more about that backstory. Everyone's on board. But we also get the, has Marvel wasted a classic Iron Man villain? And this is an answer. Fitz and Enoch basically with the controller, but we realize that that is not the controller from the comic book and that different people use this name. It's just another word from, for Captain, and that's a reasonable assumption. Uh, how organizes Mac's version of S.H.I.E.L.D.? And of course, what are a hail of Warhammers? We heard that as a reference to to Jocko from Sarge and it is a reference to Molnar and the sh- and, and like about being shattering in the dwarves and creating new Uro hammers so it's a very good reference that they use and we might get some type of crossover because we are getting crossover dialogue but if you want to learn more please go to Screen Rant and look up the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. 8 unanswered questions after episode 2 window of opportunity that is all for news and gossip for this week Let's play our special segment, Whoa, where we <laughs> dis- determine which episode, which scene in this episode made you go, whoa. <laughs> Christian? Uh, for me, I, I know I referenced it already, but it was the fact that uh, the, the portal that they had back to the truck could move in the way like that. Because you don't, I, I don't know, I've never seen that. Any kind of, any kind of like inter, not even interdimensional, but any kind of thing that you walk through like that doesn't usually move like that. So that was, that was an actual whoa, and that was really cool, though. Rachel. For me, it was the um, scene with Fitz when they were all kind of forced into the cart. I knew that Fitz had planned something or Enoch had planned something where it was going to backfire on Veros. But when they pulled the switch and the rest of them, like Fitz and everyone else were safe, but then everyone else on the actual ship kind of flew out into space. That was my woe moment because I did not expect that. Strong. That That's a strong one. That was definitely a woe. Yeah. Yeah. Mine's going to be when Sarge was talking to Dana and breaking it down. Dana. Ba- Dana. Dana. And was basically <laughs> saying everyone wants to be a hero in this moment. We kind of had that uh, speech when it came to the convenience store. But now we were hearing it. And then immediately both security guards were were killed. Yeah. And, and that was my woe. Woe <laughs> 
moment. We'd love to hear your woe moment. All you have to do is comment below. Let us know your woe. Uh, let us know what scene made you go, whoa, that was great. I wish we had a Joey woe. Well, from Joey Lawrence whoa, from Blossom. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Let's get into some uh, quick predictions. Predict away, Christian. Uh, well, I, uh, I I believe his name is Jax, like I said before. Definitely gone next week. I think we're going to get a hint just one tiny fact, something that will begin to help us understand Coulson's connection to Sarge. It won't be answered, but I think that next week on this very show, there will be a lot more theories that you're able to kick around because we'll get something. Rachel. Fitzsimmons is my OTP, so it feels right to predict what I think is going to happen with them. And I think that we're going to have kind of a like exactly what happened with Gemma when she was enslaved, except we're going to have Fitz enslaved, and he is not going to be able to speak with her, but she is going to propose again to him. Wow, that's a good one. Wow, I really like that. Why are you not writing for this show? (laughs) My prediction is simply that in this episode, now we're going to get because uh, we saw what happened in the first episode on the ship with Daisy and Jim, and Gemma making that decision. I think we're going to get that backlash from the crew, and what are we doing here, and they're not going to be as cooperative as Gemma needs, and Gemma is going to have a difficult time, and that's going to be the whole the conflict. And Daisy's going to want to take that ship home. I don't know. We'll find out next week. Until then, where can people find you if you want to be found, Christian? You can find me immediately after this show on Marvel TV Weekly with my co-host Anderson. We're going to talk more Shield. So if you didn't get enough of a fill on that, we're talking about Shield. We're going to talk about Cloak and Dagger from this week and some news. We know how much Disney Plus is going to cost and when you can buy it. Uh, And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at ChristianDMZ. And I'm Rachel Goodman. You can find me on Twitter at Rachel Goodman or on Instagram at Rachel Radner Author. I also do the Spanish Princess after show on Sundays right before this show. And I'm on the Young and the Restless after show at 5 p.m. So much drama from someone who's so good. I am Teron, literally at I am Teron all across the board. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and of course, hosting and paneling on a slew of after buzz after shows. Your favorite TV programs are my favorite TV programs too. So make sure to stay tuned and we are going to be getting into more of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 6, Episode 3 next week. Stay tuned for more on the same After Buzz time, same After Buzz channel. See you guys next week. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to After Buzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.